Grab your coffee, grab your tea, and come sit with me. It's Hannah and Asia trying, trying to, to be, be on, on your TV. TV. Welcome back to Cozy Combos. It's Asia. We have two special guests today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Peyton West. Um, I'm 21. I am a digital media major at Lee. And, and I'm Faith. Good night. <laughs> and I'm 20, and I am a special education major. Ooh, that's so exciting. So can you all tell me a little bit how you guys met? Okay, so... Freshman year, like after both of us had like gotten accepted into Lee, mm -hmm. um, you know, like it was kind of a big thing to follow everyone on Instagram, like when they had Lee University in their bio. So I do that. Yeah. Represent. So, I mean, I was just going around, and then it'd be like you follow someone, and then there'd be like the recommended thing, and somehow, somehow, Faith and I started following each other the summer before freshman year. And then that was kind of it for a few months. So school's going and we get through about a month or two of school. And then we're standing next to each other in chapel. <laughs> Good old convocation. And the best time to meet somebody. Then we leave. And <laughs> then next thing you know, I'm on my phone. You're getting the real story. <laughs> I, I'm sliding into her DMs. Oh, <laughs> he's sliding into DMs, DMs y'all. <laughs> so she said yeah, even though I was a little bit cheesy. But we ended up going for Starbucks and we got there and they closed like five minutes after we got there. So we went to IHOP and we we didn't we weren't hungry or anything. We just anything. needed a place to be at like midnight. Mm -hmm. So we ordered bacon and water. <laughs> And we hung out there until like two or three in the morning, just talking, and then kind of went from there. So, yeah, That's so cute. Crazy first day. Wow. So, so, what was your first reaction when you got that DM from him? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I've never ever like said yes to any DM from a guy about you know going out or anything like that, but he very much prefaced it. You know, like, oh, I know we were next to each other in chapel, and I wanted to talk to you, but you left before I got the chance. And I don't know, it just seemed more natural, and it wasn't that, you know, creepy uh -huh. sliding in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, I just had a good feeling about it, which never happens with DMs, so I just, I don't know, I felt like I should say yes, and I did. And yeah, Look at you now. Y'all have better luck than I do in DMs, <laughs> so mine are dormant. <laughs> so how long have y'all two been together? Um, later this month, it'll be two years and four months. Oh, oh wow. Y'all yeah. are in it for the long haul. Yeah. <laughs> so, where were you at in your single season right before you guys met? Well, <laughs> I was newly single. I wasn't planning on being in a relationship um, at all, like freshman year. But, I mean, that didn't go what <laughs> I was planning, so... Um, I mean, I was definitely interested in, like, getting to know people and, like, mm -hmm. going on dates and stuff, but I didn't, like, at the time see anything, like, mm -hmm. long-term. I was just kind of wanting to get to know as many people as I could, but, yeah, what about you? <laughs> um, I was in a very different place. <laughs> I had never had, a, like, a legitimate relationship. You know, oh. I had, <laughs> I had been asked out. I, like, had plenty of guy friends. I'd hung out with guys. I'd 
hung out with guys one on one, like you'd probably constitute them as dates, but I never had a boyfriend. Okay. Um, but in those two months that I was at school, I had a lot of boy drama and I really wasn't interested also in having a relationship at that point. I was kind of done with guys. And I know it was kind of just very not, not looking at all. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll hear lots of people say that's when that surprises you and that's when those relationships present themselves when you're really not looking for it. And that was definitely true for us, I think. Mm-hmm. Going back to the how we met, what stood out in faith that you were like, oh, I'm going to be like, let's hang out. Let's go for coffee. Like, there's a ton of girls that go to Lee. Well, um, I thought she was cute. Okay. <laughs> All right. And he said that up front, which I thought... Was, you know, it's refreshing. <laughs> I mean, and I honestly didn't know her at all other than, like, the probably ten pictures she had posted since we've been <laughs> following each other. So, I mean, she seemed familiar. Um, we kind of recognized each other from around campus. But it was just kind of it was just kind of impromptu. Like, it wasn't like the week before I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to ask her out. And then, like, I went to chapel. It was like, we were at chapel. We were standing next to each other. And I was like, I think I'm going to ask her out. So... Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. So how do you two balance like school, family, friends, jobs? Well, it's that's kind of hard because it changes every semester. Like when we first started dating, she was super busy and it's kind of like whenever there was like free time, it was like we wanted to spend that together. But over the course of the last two years, it's now I'm generally the more busy person. (laughs) And then... Um, so it kind of changes semester to semester, but... Yeah, I think we're constantly learning, like, how to balance that, and, like, I've had a lot, I've gone through a lot of, you know, major changes in my college career, mm-hmm. and so that does, that has affected our time together, and also, like, living situations, like, now we, like, live closer to each other than we used to, so, you know, if I have 30 minutes between classes and we're both home, we can, I can walk over to his house and we can eat lunch together. Versus everything was, you know, way more structured and organized freshman year because you couldn't even go to each other's houses because, you know, you're on campus, you're in a dorm. Let's go to the PCSU, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so it's like every evening we would try to spend that together. But like you said, it changes every semester. And I don't know, it can be hard to balance it, but I think we're doing pretty good. Okay. So have you two met each other's families? Have you all spent breaks together? (laughs) Yeah. Um, We spent, we used to alternate. Like every time we'd have a break, we would take the other one home. And so, right off the bat, like, our parents, we we started dating in October, and so at Christmas break, I went and visited his family. Okay. Um, And we always did that back and forth, and same over the summer, we would make a visit. Um, But this, this spring break... But but your family, your family visited (laughs) Cleveland, and that was the first time I met them, so... So they came to visit, and of course they loved him, because... Why would they? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's they, they they're really they get along with each other and they like each of us respectively. And how but how big of a deal was it for y'all to have the family approval? Like uh, of your parents to approve of like pain and y'all. That would be a huge deal for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of expected there to be a little more like pushback because he was my first serious relationship mm-hmm. and he was like oh you know the first boy I would actually like bring home kind of thing. yeah that's big <laughs> yeah and so I really kind of built that up for myself and I was kind of scared about it but also like I knew that they would like him if they knew him like I did mm-hmm. um but yeah my parents I think because I was so open and 
really communicated with them while we started dating about mm. everything that was going on and like the things he would do for me and I just really gave them a good representation of who I knew that by the time they did meet him they already you know loved how they he was, was with me excited. and like yeah they really appreciated how they knew that he treated me and yeah it was really good and plus if y'all are like if you come into it with like seeing doctors like oh mm-hmm. they might come across your parents like oh you're hiding something mm-hmm. like it's good that you guys like had like open communication about like Hey, I'm not, I don't have anything to hide. Like, he's a really good guy. Yeah, know? exactly. That's really good. So, we do go to Lee. And everyone... <laughs> everyone everyone says, ring by spring. Is there any pressure to, like, get married super fast? Or have y'all found it really important to just go your own pace? You want to take that? You want to me? I, I don't feel any pressure. I kind of... I want to get married after college i kind of want to be settled down smart man and um um i guess like economically stable or whatever you would want to say for that faith though she's probably my biggest (laughs) pressure (laughs) (laughs) the truth is coming out okay wrap me out no i don't feel pressure by anyone i think well that's not true i feel like by the people that i really care about you know their opinions Mm -hmm. they're not the ones pressuring me if anything it's just it is a Lee stereotype. Like, if you've been in a relationship for this long, like, why aren't you engaged yet? Why aren't you married? And not enough pressure, not enough pressure to like make me feel like that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But it definitely can be uncomfortable of like, well, everyone else is getting married by this time in their relationship, so why aren't you? Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, parents aren't pressuring us or anything. And I also agree, like, I want to be out of college. I never wanted to get married in college, just because I know that wouldn't be good for me. I know myself. I know how I balance things. So that's not something I ever wanted. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> he'll say I'm his biggest pressure, but I just give him a hard time because he makes it sound like we'll never get married. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is coming out. Yep, you're hearing it all. <laughs> so do you guys have any advice for our listeners that might be like dating or like even single, like how to like handle this season and like whatever they be, might be going through? I mean, everyone makes it such a science and it's like, was that a date? Was it not a date? Like, when am I going to text them? How like how long? Mm-hmm. What if they haven't responded back in an hour? And I mean, honestly, it's just like, it's at first, it's just a friendship. And even if you are pursuing a relationship, like, it doesn't need to be like an entire like drama about it. You just need to let it go with the punches and let what happens happen. And if it works, then that's great. And if it doesn't, then move on. But yeah, I... I don't say I would ever, I wouldn't say I ever stressed about relationships before I was in one as far as like, will I have a boyfriend? Like, will I get married? Any of that, I, I don't think I question whether that was something that would happen in my life because I don't know, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. And, but I think I've thought more and more on that the past like year, just realizing that the things that I am so stressed about, relationship or otherwise, you know, me worrying has no effect on it. And you sitting there just trying to you know, validate your singleness or whatever season you're in isn't going to change anything. You know, mm-hmm. if it's God's will for you to meet someone, he's going to He's gonna be the one that makes it happen. You're mm-hmm. not. And I think it, relationships are so contrived now. People try to think, well, if I'm not doing it right, this isn't going to work out. Well, if it doesn't work out, there's a reason it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because you texted them a day before you were supposed to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So <laughs> just trusting that God is in control and you're not the one that's going to make these relationships work or not. That's good. That's good. What is one thing that y'all think that, okay, this works, or this is making our relationship really good? 
Oh man, that's a broad question. Can you specify yeah, a little like more? A, like um, a skill like yeah. that y'all both have that like you bring to the table mm-hmm. that might like help make things go well. I don't know. I mean, we both communication is like the most important thing, and we obviously that was something I remember having the conversation about that when we first started dating, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, if there's something we think is a problem or might become a problem or something that bugs me or whatever that is, like, let's talk about it before it becomes mm-hmm. a problem. I don't know if you remember that conversation. <laughs> I like that. But I do. And <laughs> I don't know. That's just really, really vital. And I think everyone is going to have a different take on that. Like, mm-hmm. some, people, some people need to kind of meditate on things for a little bit. <laughs> versus... We are getting to a real conversation there. <laughs> Versus Faith is like, she's going to stress over it until it's resolved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, but let me tell my side. <laughs> okay. So, like, say we have a disagreement or, you know, a conversation that we get, I don't want to say heated over, but, you know, we're invested in. It's like, okay, we get riled up over it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like leaving anything hanging. I want to resolve everything <laughs> right then and there. Because I can't walk away if I think he's mad at me or I'm mad at him or whatever it is. I want to say, yeah, I want to say I'm sorry and give you a hug and, you know, be able to walk away feeling fine where we left things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Like, he very much wants to think about what happened and process and realize what he actually wants to say in return. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from, like, not wanting to speak too quickly and come out saying things you didn't mean or it didn't come across the way you meant it to or whatever that is. But I just really have trouble letting things go because I want to fix it now. And half of that is I'm not the one that usually can fix it, you know. It's going to take both of us communicating. And if I'm rushing that process for him, (laughs) it's just bad news. So if you can't tell, that's something we've struggled with. (laughs) I I think, though, at the end of the day, if it's something that's important, it does need to be talked about at some point, whether that be in a week or right on the spot. Um, you can't really like brush everything under the carpet. Obviously, there's some things that aren't necessary to be talked about, but um, yeah, I would say just like you do need to get it, like resolve it because I feel like that's the biggest difference between relationships that last and relationships that don't. And we we even we've seen that just like this year with our friends and stuff, where it's like one person saying something and then it just kind of goes over their head, and then. Um, the relationship kind of doesn't work after that, so. Yeah, so try to have that conversation with your person, you know, pretty early on of like, okay, how do you handle this? And versus how do I handle this? And how are you gonna wanna approach this? Because I think we touched on that, but I know that I didn't realize how important it was for him to have that time to process on his own. And so Mm -hmm. I like, for so long, would just push on fixing it then. And if we couldn't fix it then, then I would, you know, lament over it and go cry and whatever. Yeah. And it really wasn't something that needed to be made such a big deal of. Okay. Um, if you had, the, if I had a full understanding of like, okay, I'm going to step away from this and we can come back to it, you know, tomorrow or in a less pressurized area, yeah. you know? And I know like I've talked with a lot of my guy friends before and it's like one, one big thing that we've talked to each other about is like, if a guy doesn't want to talk about like what's on his mind or whatever, like don't push but maybe give it like a couple like hours or days or whatever. And then kind of, if it's still something that needs to be talked about or that you, you want to discuss, then kind of bring it up again and say, Hey, I'm really, cause like it for at least my friends, if we don't want to talk about something, we're not going to talk about it. And like, sometimes you need to think about that. And maybe that's just because you don't know how to, how to talk about it. Or maybe that's because like, 
you don't know you don't want it to come across the wrong way or whatever but yeah okay we were learning about a marriage and family about how like guys have like waffle brains and then girls <laughs> have spaghetti brains and how like guys can like compartmentalize things oh and that like so say like they're i don't know i can't speak for you at first i'm not a guy but that men typically tend to like they can like shit off a topic in their brain and like not think about it but like yeah. come revisit it where us we're like i can't do that we intertwine everything <laughs> so like you might be like done with the topic and she's like has like 10 other avenues like wait 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 no this is like this happened or like this happened it's like that's absolutely true and so like it's cool to like you know hear it from like both sides because like sometimes you typically hear it from like you know your guy friends you're like your female friends yeah. so it's cool to like hear it from like both sides but so how do you guys like push each push each other towards like god like in your relationship oh man um well, we go to the same church, um, and I think that's just, like, that's a small thing, but it, like, keeps us accountable and makes sure that, like, we're both going and we're both involved. And then if, like, there's drama or whatever going on in the church, we're there, we can talk about it with each other, we can talk about the messages with each other, and then, like, grow in that way where we're kind of, like, on the same page versus mm-hmm. I feel like if we went to different churches, it'd kind of be like, oh, I learned this and I learned this, and it's like, okay, and then you kind of move on. Um, and then, like over the summer I think it was the summer like I was kind of in a little bit of like a I I don't want to say like spiritual drought but like I was kind of I was having a hard time finding time for a devotion and to get in the word and stuff so Faith like she would just copy and paste her devotion every day and send it to me like over text because like even though it was just over text it seems like less work to read a text message than go to your devotional app and then Mm -hmm. so that was one thing that like helped me over the summer and stuff so that's awesome i would read like a little 15 minute devotional and i would like literally send him like my little edited down version of something that i knew you know he could take five minutes maybe and read that and i would you know throw in my thoughts on it and just I don't know it was an easy way to communicate of like this is what I'm learning and like I want to share that with you mm-hmm. and also if that person isn't you know doesn't have time for it in their day just constantly having that communication and just in general I feel like being here at school together we get to see what the other person goes through and deals with every day and we do vent to each other because you know if you're not going to vent to each other who are you going to vent to right True. um so you know when we're <laughs> frustrated with someone or you know something's just really just really getting you I think we can keep each other in check a little bit. I know he has to remind me a lot, you know, when I'm just, I'm just losing it over the situation or, mm-hmm. you know, if something's going on and he can remind me that like, okay, but try to approach it this way and just remember that, you know, we're all, I don't know, I, it's not a specific event of like telling me how to handle it, but very much reminding me like the Christ-like approach to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, when you're heated up about something, it's easy to just, want to snap and yeah, handle yeah. it your way and to have someone else be like, okay, well, hold on, try to try to do this instead, and I don't know, just really keep you in check. Kind of like an accountability partner. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, when did y'all have the conversation about boundaries in your relationship? Mm-hmm. So I'll take this one, and Faith is going to hate me. <laughs> I am? So, oh, no. it's our second date. <gasps> oh, oh no. very early. Oh, no! No, stop! <laughs> <laughs> and... We were in downtown Chattanooga. We were doing the bridge walk. Okay. Very romantic. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me step back. We went to a haunted house, and we're going through this haunted house, and she's she's terrified, and she's, like, 
hugging all over me. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, I was scared. Touchy, touchy. <laughs> so after the haunted house, we were walking back to my car, and I'm like, it's like we're walking behind our group of friends who we went to the haunted house with, and I'm thinking like, oh, I I'm gonna hold her hand while we walk back to the car because like there's Why not? I mean she's obviously fine with like touching me touching. so like, this haunted house she's like all over me so i i go to reach for her hand and i grab her hand and then she looks at me and like kind of steps back and she goes and no, stop! <laughs> so then like from there on for the next like three weeks i was scared to even like look at her for too long oh my. that is an over exaggeration <laughs> no no okay yeah yeah okay why did all you step back yeah. that is all true and i can't really give you a reason because looking at it like past that moment mm -hmm. literally even just five minutes later i was like why did you do that like what just happened because i can't think of a legitimate reason why i wouldn't have been okay with that mm -hmm. because i did give him the impression that that would be okay. Mm -hmm. Because you know, he was my shield through that haunted house yeah. and I was holding on to him and so why wouldn't he think that was okay? Um, but I guess that did spur on that kind of discussion of like, why wasn't I okay with that? Mm -hmm. um, like when would that be okay? <laughs> Um, so I literally texted him that night and was like, hey, and apologized <laughs> for reacting Aww. the way that I did. Um, and I don't know, it was super uncomfortable for me because I didn't really understand <laughs> why. Um, but I don't know, I just, I guess it caught me off guard, and in my mind it's like, oh, it's only the second day, but also, it's just holding hands, too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He didn't try to kiss me, or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was your first relationship. Yeah. Or, like, process of getting to your first relationship. Yeah. So, exactly. of course, you're going to be like, how do I respond? Yeah. Like, this is weird. And I wanted to say, no, like, never mind, you can hold my hand, but at yeah. that point it was weird and I couldn't do that. So then it was that conversation of, like, okay, like... For me especially, like, I've never done this before. I've never had a boyfriend. I ne would have never considered, like, even something as small as holding hands with someone else because it was very much a, I would only do that with my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and so we started that conversation of, like, okay, like, I'm really going to want to take this slow, and I know that might be kind of weird to you, but, you know, that's just where I am, and he was so respectful of that. Um, probably too respectful, because I was like, boy, when are you going to hold my hand again? <laughs> You're like, Whoa. But I did have to, like, give him the go-ahead. Mm -hmm. I mean, I appreciate that, obviously. Um, but yeah, you could say I overreacted for sure. Yeah, so yeah, going on from there, I was very cautious to make any moves. Um, yeah. And I would say, like, for, like, um, like, real relationship boundaries, like, after we started, like, became, like, official, I feel like that happened, like, pretty organically like mm -hmm. I feel like just from like talking about past relationships and like what those were kind of like kind of got us on the same page of where we both wanted to be and I mean we we did have conversations about that like if things came up um but it never was like a let's sit down we're talking about like our boundaries <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was I would like it was very organic so yeah. I would agree, um, and I think that's how it should be. I think it can be really uncomfortable and feel forced if you're like, okay, we have to have this conversation now, and I think it was easy, um, also because we just knew where each other were, um, 
mentally just like you said approaching relationships at this mm-hmm. point in our lives and also you know what we know what we believe as far as like faith wise and so it was just kind of assumed that like certain boundaries would be there and so then you know when we went to talk about it it wasn't that awkward of like well how do you feel on this or mm-hmm. you know what i mean you had some outline of like hey i feel like they agree with me here and so it made that conversation a little a little easier a little more natural that's good Pete might not know this, but Faith actually came back to the dorm that night after your first date, and we were all huddled around in Akinzelos, and we were all, like, giggling and stuff, and we were like, this is so exciting, and, like, our freshman self, like, you know, oh my gosh, like, a guy's interested, you know, and it was so cute to, like, see y'all from then to, like, now, like, and see y'all, like, you know, meet outside of Akinzelos, and, like, you know, be all cute, and, like, see y'all now, like, blossom and like flourish in relationships like really exciting and really like hopeful for like us to you know as single girls we're trying to take all the tips we can get <laughs> mm-hmm. um okay but we have like one last question so like how do you two handle temptation because like you did talk about boundaries but like mm-hmm. can you give an example um i feel like that's so dependent on each relationship like that's mm-hmm. gonna be unique and i think it's one of those things like as soon as you realize like okay this is a situation where we might be tempted to go further than we talked about or whatever. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's when you need to nip it because that shouldn't, I don't know, even having to consider like, oh, is this crossing a line? Like, I don't know, just, <laughs> I don't know how to put it into words, but if you have to think that, you probably shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. If you haven't talked about it, if it's something you have to question, maybe hold off and have that conversation you know yeah I don't I don't think that the person you're with though should be the person who is like preventing those temptations I think that's like where your friends come into line I think you should have your friends around you who can keep you accountable because I don't think that's fair to the other person in the relationship to put all the pressure on them to um handle those temptations for you so you need to have friends who like from their past mistakes can say hey you got you got you're kind of pushing the line a little bit and then you do the same for them when they're in relationships too based on the mistakes you've made and if you think that they're kind of doing getting somewhere where you're not really so sure about you can sit them down and say hey like what's going on like or do you feel like you're going down the right path of this person and yeah, so. Yeah, just having people that know you well enough that you can do that with, mm-hmm. um, that you can be that open with and share the details so they can be accountable or help you be accountable for that. Um, and yeah, it should never be on the other person because if you're constantly waiting for the other person to stop or start things or, you know, in any part of life, like, that, that's not healthy. Like, you have to be accountable for your own actions. And that also, I mean, that includes being able to say, like, okay, like, this is, this is where I draw the line and... I don't know if you rely on the other person that's that's only going to tempt you more because you're both waiting for the other person you're trying to yeah. push the greater yeah. you're like is this too far or like is this exactly it? you know so i yeah i don't think it can be the other person's responsibility at all and plus like y'all made a good point like about having accountability partners because like they're seeing it from like the outside in exactly and they're not the ones having the emotions and like the heatedness you know yeah. and so they can be like all right let's be rational about this and like how to like handle this mm-hmm. and that's, like, really good. Oh, that's good i have one more question okay so it does seem like y'all are like really good friends and like you just said you have people in your life that you I guess they're your accountability partners. How important do you think it is for you all to just have that time to like just chill with your friends or on your downtime because y'all are busy. 
Um, and then also, do y'all like hang out in the same friend group, or how does that work here at Lee? This is hard. I think this kind of falls into the balancing mm -hmm. friends and family and relationship and Absolutely. all that too. Um, and I'll be real, like there have been plenty of times when that is, when at least I have not done well at that mm -hmm. and have not prioritized friendships outside of the relationship because I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend, he has to be first priority. Yeah. And like, yeah, we prioritize your relationship in a healthy way, but that doesn't mean cut your friends out or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, not give them time. And I think it's easy to justify not spending as much time with other people when you're in a relationship because, mm -hmm. you know, you think you are prioritizing it, which is absolutely true. And I think, I at least I'm getting better at that. Um, I think Payne's always been better at that than me. Um, and I think lots of times it does take him being, you know, saying something to me and like reminding me to like make time for friends and things because at the end of the day, if I only have one free hour in my crazy day, I am gonna first want to spend that with him. Mm -hmm. But you have to have, you have to spend time with other people, or yeah, like we want you won't have those relationships needed to have a healthy relationship or lifestyle in general. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely important. We don't always do the best at it, but you know, I think we can remind each other of that. And honestly, it gets even harder when you're in a relationship and then your friend comes in a relationship too because then you both have to deal with that kind of balance and then like your schedules aren't conflict, like your schedules are conflicting and stuff. And I mean, that's what kind of when you try to like plan double dates and try to get to know their new special person or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely like move in the same circles, so it's easy to spend friend time and like us time mm -hmm. so I like yeah like quality one one time is important too but like don't discount that time in groups and things and we we're involved in campus ministries and things together and you know, we have our own circles within that um and like I can go over to his house and hang out with him and his roommates and all their friends like and it's not weird and it's not like oh your girlfriend's over you have to go hang out with her like it's not like that we share so many mutual friends that I think it's easy to feel like we are doing that that's good that's good. That seems very important. You know, testify, Faith has been getting out of her comfort zone. Me and her hung out. I mean, her have been, like, so busy, but, like, we're both, like, wanting to be intentional with, like, our busy schedules. Like, you know, I might not yeah. be in a relationship, but, like, I'm busy. And, you know, you're in a relationship and balancing school, so it's, like, cool to have people that, even though you might not get to see often, but, like, can still be accountable from afar. Yeah. And I think a big part of um, making sure that you balance that is plan ahead. Like, you yeah. know, make sure... When, yeah, when it's a spontaneous, I have an hour free, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go over to Peyton's house because I know he will want to hang out with me, but it's hard to be like, I'm just going to call my girlfriend out and see if, you know, she's free and wants to chill. And I don't know, there's more pressure involved with that. And it's like, well, I don't want them to feel like they have to hang out with me if they didn't plan on it or had other plans or whatever. And so I know like with one friend, I've we started planning a girl's night every week. And so we have set aside that one night where, you know, I'm not going to go see Peyton and I'm it's just dedicated to her and that friendship and I think being intentional with all those other relationships will really help structure that because it's so much harder to you know make this plan set down this time and then want to bail on that person for your significant yeah. other you know and I think having that time um just really reminds you how important those friendships are that's so good
Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. And how can we find you guys on social media? Well, my Instagram is p8nwest. So that's where I'm at most of the time. So, <laughs> Yeah, my Instagram <laughs> is faithy21, F-A-I-T-H-I-E 21. <laughs> I love that. So go follow them, everyone. We had so much fun interviewing them or just having like a organic conversation with them and shout out to our first couple that said yes to us for real (laughs) and hey guys keep faith in your prayers she's fundraising for her trip to Prague this summer and she's doing great but you know money is money so help sister (laughs) out and prayer is prayer amen bye bye guys bye